used to bless the NES One of the best, Mega Man Mario and Simon's Quest Robocop, Double Dragon, Ninja Gaiden Never figured out how to punch out Mike Tyson Speed up to 89, just past the age of 5 Had to reminisce, Sega Genesis Sonic 1 and 2, had the best music Solid black console, it was 16-bit Michael Jackson's Moonwalker and Shadow Dancer Never had a game genie for this young master X-Men, Gunstar, Heroes, Streets of Rage Mastered all of them, time to change the page Take a Ride Podcast. I'm your host here, Starks. You can find me on my Twitter handle. It's at Starks underscore industry. You can also find me on Instagram, Fishers of Men 21. I'm not here alone this evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world. I have the wingman running the three, LT the Sage. How you doing today, brother? I'm doing great, man. Gotta brought us together with this fine trade deadline day. Of course, that brings us together. We have to talk about some of these blockbuster trades that went on today, man. Yes, and for the listeners out there, uh, shame on me. I, I do apologize. I've been absent. We've been in absence just doing what we need to do. Um, you know, I, I think someone reached out to me that I need to respond to them, so I apologize. I haven't got back to a couple of people. Um, just been doing a lot of ministry. Um, hopefully, with this trade deadline that has happened, we have a lot to unpack. And, um, you know, me and LT will try to do it, get back to at least once a week type of thing. But either way, I'm going to try to get it out. But I won't. I know you guys are want to get right into the contest, so I'll jump into that. But before I do that, make sure you guys check out newlifefantasy.com. Join the mailing list. Join as a member for free. I finally was able to convert our site over. It is renewed, um, just refreshed and renovated, pretty much. Essentially, just bringing on people that talk about the faith of Christ, uh, along with fantasy baseball, fantasy basketball, fantasy football. So if you are interested to be a contributor or writer per se, reach out to us. Um, and we'll definitely get you along the way to help you to get on the bigger sites like people of Rotowire, ESPN, um, and stuff of that nature. Um, but with that said, I'm ready to take people on for a ride. LT, I'm just going to pass you the ball to run that offense. We're going to be all over the place here today. <laughs> hey, that sounds perfect, man. And what a better way to take people for a ride than what uh, Brooklyn did to the Sixers. <laughs> We're going to go over this first trade here. Um, I'm going to go over it. I'll just I'll explain the trade, and then we'll get your, your, your thoughts first, Starks. So James Harden, of course, is the big trade for today. James Harden goes to Philly uh, for Ben Simmons is the main piece. Um, the Brooklyn Nets received Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, Andre Drummond, a 2022 first-round pick. Uh and a 2027 first round pick. Um, Chimini Christmas. And then Philadelphia 76ers received James Harden and Paul Millsap. Bleacher Report gave this one a nice cold grade of a B. Starks. <laughs> what's your what's your scale, man? What do you think this trade is? How do you feel about this trade? I want to get your take. Uh, you know what? It's 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 just really like a you know, you would think automatically James Harden is going to automatically trump this deal. You would think that initially. But honestly, I think this a little bit differently because Sixers, you know, I'm sure people on ESPN, including Stephen A., was like, yo, they were asking for draft picks, but they gave away draft picks, right? So Brooklyn, they got a nice haul for James Harden. Um, I'm I'm more happier for Harden. Now, this is just a personal thing, right? So, and I'll get to the fantasy analyst of this. So personally, I'm glad that Harden got out of there because I said this, I think a few years ago, or even, no, excuse me, last year, I said it's either championship or bust for Brooklyn. 
they didn't win last year. They could say Katie's foot was on the line, whatever. It didn't, you know, didn't hit the snipe. That's fine and dandy. But I would say championship or bust, and they were bust. Obviously, this year, if they would have stayed on the same team, I don't think they would have won this year either. We know about Kyrie now. I'm going to apologize now. Let's get to the fantasy analyst uh, analyst uh, on this. What, what am I even saying? This is so. Um, so dry today. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's been a while. So forgive me, listeners. But um, I, I apologize to the listeners because I was like, man, just draft Kyrie in like the fourth round. Don't don't hesitate. I'm gonna be honest. It's <laughs> I don't want to ever touch Kyrie in fantasy. Period. Um, there's just too much tread. Not tread on them tires, but tread with his logic and just everything. You know what I'm saying? He needs to be out on the court. I understand this is a sensitive situation to talk about, but he's not on the court, only on away games. So that was like, Harden was like, yeah, as Randy Jackson would say, that's a no for me, dog. <laughs> I need to get out there and, and try to get a championship. And I know it's sad, but we're in the era of people getting rings. And I we know mm-hmm. Katie has one. We know Kyrie has one. It's clear that Harden wants a championship. He doesn't feel that he's going to win one there. Now, that doesn't make it cool, but I think he has a better chance in um, this, playing with Joel Embiid. But that also makes me think of something else. Is is this game on a regression? That's a question, right, that people are asking. Like, he's got a hammy issue, but maybe he was just playing like that because we knew that he wanted to get out of there. Um, before I even go deeper into that, I want to pass you the ball, LT, because I can hawk the ball all ice on that. Nah, that's fine, man. Listen, um, I know Harden's your boy. Um, he's a big old baby. Okay. <laughs> he is a big old. This reminds me of the old school uh big baby Davis, that big baby that Mark Jackson used to say. And uh he is, man. He just demanded a trade a year ago from Houston. To get into a winning situation and you know he's one of those he, he just he just strikes me as one of those people that um if everything doesn't go his way he he immediately just like escapes he, he's, he's out the door and i understand where he's coming from mentally um it's kind of the durant thing where durant was like i'm gonna go get me a ring went to the warriors he has his ring now and so his urgency to you know win is like it's it's still there he still wants to win but he doesn't have that urgency anymore to go to a situation that is a hundred percent you know you know he's he's where he wants to be whereas harden is like i need i need something to solidify what i've done all these stats all these free throws and all this thing they're 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 changing the game and i can't play the way i used to play in order to be, you know, productive. And so I need to try to go to a situation where I'm going to have the best opportunity. And uh, the Sixers is a good spot for him. And he was, uh, he was going to go to the Sixers. He stated next year in free agency anyway. Um, So the team, so the Brooklyn was like, well, we might as well get something for him anyway. If he's just going to walk next year, let's go ahead and get something for him. Um, So they got something. And the only issue I have with this trade Starks is Seth Curry, you, I really think that that is a big blow to the spacing of the Sixers, and so I'm I'm, I'm wondering who's going to take over. I mean, obviously Tobias Harris is still there. That's a big uh, cog in the wheel. Um, maybe Niang um, comes in. Um, uh, I just I don't know who plays that Curry role because Curry not only did Curry um, 
you know, shoot the ball lights out. He's a great scorer. He also did a lot of ball handling for them as well. Obviously, we know Harden's going to come in and take that over. But I'm telling you, like you stated, Starks, he is not the same Harden that he was because of the rule changes. So there are people are playing him differently. And it's just, I think with Embiid, I think with Embiid, it's going to be really, really easy for him to get open shots. But I think it's a good trade overall. But I'm, I'm giving it a C. I'm giving it a C for the net, for the net, uh, not for the Nets, for the Sixers. I don't think they win this year. I don't think that's enough to beat uh, Milwaukee. I don't, I don't even know if that's enough to beat the Bulls. The Bulls are a, a solid team when they're fully healthy now with Levine, DeRozan, um, Vooch. Vooch in there is going to, you know, he's going to eat. He's going to be on Embiid's all game long. And so I just, I don't know. I don't know if this is enough, but I do like what the Nets got in return. They have a lot of depth. And if Ben Simmons, decides to step on that court, I think that team's going to be very tough defensively to match up against. What do you think, Starks? Yeah, Brooklyn's dynamic of this situation, I actually like Ben Simmons. Um, you know, I know he's already talked to Katie before going over there. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he can get his confidence back. You know, I'll, I'll say it like this. I know we <laughs> ragged on him pretty hard in the playoffs last year when he didn't take that layup. He passed it out because he didn't want to get fouled, go to the, to the foul line. Um anxiety is a real thing you know what i'm saying i'm never going to mm-hmm. overlook that so we can only imagine how much pressure is on certain players in that you know in that limelight in any professional sports you know they get uh i'm sure picked on throughout the fans you got to hear all all of that all the time it's just so you know taking myself and putting myself you know just imagine one of us in the limelight like that it, it puts things in perspective so you know, my prayer is that he handles the pressure because that's honestly, he feels probably relaxed and relieved in some way. But honestly, going to Brooklyn, there's a lot of pressure there, yeah. right? Still yeah, going to be pressure um, because you're playing with KD, you're pay- playing with Kyrie. I mean, there's already a- NBA analysts saying that this fits so well for Brooklyn. And honestly, mm-hmm. that's to me, that's pressure again. Mm-hmm. Um, but his style of play, this would be solid for Brooklyn. Uh, just because he would be a solid f- facilitator playing, like you were saying, LT, the defense, because honestly, um, inside the paint, I think he was like a top three defensive player that we just Very may have good. forgot. And he's just like, that's that's nothing to take lightly. And to be able to orchestrate the pick and roll offense and then kick it out like he has the ability to really drive in um, and kick it out to either Katie or Kyrie. Um, and I, and I think the diamond, and then they got Seth Curry too. So like you just said like that, so going back to Philadelphia, that kind of hurts them. So you're like, yo, who can they maybe count on? I think of a player. And I mean, this is not, this is gross to say, but Corkamons, right? He's mm. going to be the player that could potentially <laughs> get some time that he could be a potential waiver wire in the deep leagues, um, that you can look in. Um, we know that Tyrese Maxey, we can assume in Philadelphia, yeah, get more minutes across the board. And like you said, Tobias Harris. But honestly, it's going to be the focal point is obviously going to be Harden and, and, and Embiid. Of course, we know Tobias is going to do his thing. Harden is going to have to really be like Harden in Houston, in my opinion, for them to do good. But I think this is the best bet. Now, the question is, yo, who has the better chance? And I'm gonna throw this back to you. Who do you have? Who do you think the better chance of winning or going to the championship, Philadelphia or Brooklyn this year? Well, I don't know because we're oh, Brooklyn. Quick, I'm gonna steal the ball real quick. Uh, Nets lost their tenth game straight. By the way, go ahead. Now you go. <laughs> 
in, in the Nets defense, they do not, they do not have KD. KD has not been playing. So just in their defense. And I think with some of these new pieces coming over, um, I think they may be able to win some games without them with, you know, drumsticks, uh, Seth Curry, but it's all depending on Ben Simmons, man. If Ben Simmons decides to start playing, you know, after the all-star break, maybe he'll start playing. There is a March matchup uh, between these two teams coming up in a month. Uh, I think it's March 10th or something like that. Um, Maybe he skips on that one, waits till that game is over. I think I would, I would imagine he would not want to play in that game. Um, but maybe he skips that game and then afterwards jumps in there and starts getting in, in, in sync with Durant. He's never played with a, a, a shooter like that before. Someone who really takes the pressure off of him in scoring situations. He's never going to be asked to score the basketball with KD on that squad and Kyrie on the other end. So it's one of those, if he can play that, like I told you before, Starks, if he can play that three to four position and, and, and line it up, line in, I think he, I think, I think that'll work out. Um, yeah, the, the team right now, we got Niang, we got your boy Shake, Milkshake over on the 76ers. Um, Tyrese Maxi is, of course, going to play a big role now. Um, they must have liked what they seen from Maxi. And then Fur, uh, Furkan Korkamots, you're, <laughs> and, they, and, they, and and I hate to say it, I can't believe I'm saying this. They do also have Danny Green. So I guess that <laughs> <laughs> old Danny boy, they got Danny Green. And so, you know, he's going to play that. He, they probably feel like they have a strong wing position. He's been in championship situations prior before. So and on teams. So um, they probably feel safe with, I don't know why with Danny boy. So um, I think, I think, I think the Sixers are going to be very much in the thick of it this year. I think that they're going to, I think they need a little bit more depth um, to really, really uh, go through it. I think the bucks are just, I, I really like the bucks this year um, just on that East coast side, man. Um, the bulls, um, the bulls and the uh, can't forget about the heat. The Heat mm-hmm. were, I think, they're, they're top. I think they're top either one, two right now. Um, so those are all strong teams. I have way more cohesion than these two teams. So I, I, I don't know. But if there, if I had a guess, if Ben Simmons plays, if he actually jumps in and just does what he normally does, he doesn't have to do anything extra special. I, I think the, I think the Nets have a very high chance of winning. Um, and uh, I, I, I would take the Nets over the Sixers. I just don't believe that Harden. Like you stated, hamstring Harden, right? I don't think he. I don't think. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I think with the rule changes, is he's he's not the same player, man. He's just not the same player. He can't perform as he used to, um, and it, it, it's affecting how his game flow is. He's still good. Don't get me wrong, but I think they. I think they gave him way too much. But yeah, that's that's what I think. I give it a C. Okay, so I think I think me and you. Well, especially me. I think we got spoiled with Harden, man. I'm just yeah, being man. like he's still putting up almost triple double numbers on yeah. like a, a weaker year. You know, he's still putting up first round value this year. Back, but in. you know what I'm. You but no, but I back know. then, oh, yeah. it was it was it it was like a quad. It was like a quad stack. I don't know if yeah. you ever had the quad stacker from Burger King, <laughs> yeah. but it's like a quad stack because he would he would still de- he's putting up those numbers, and then he would give you like thirteen for fifteen, ten for ten for twelve from the charity stripe, yeah, and, and it would it would win you weeks. You could win weeks 
and it would it would it's such a it was such a plus that you could have a weaker free throw percentage person on your team and 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 Harden would balance that out so it it was such a it was such a fantasy gold mine back mm-hmm. in those days Starks he was he was he was so frustrating to fight play against cuz you already knew free throws you're probably not winning that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah it's tough that was tough yeah so we'll just we'll touch up a little bit more cuz obviously this is the biggest trade out of everything mm-hmm. um and one thing also that sticks out is this hurts because I I need to pick pull up his stats. Cam Thomas, he was another guy. Like this, obviously, if you guys don't know, I'm sure now you know. But I mean, you already knew because you've been playing this year. There's been a lot of people you just grabbing from the waiver wire. And Cam Thomas from the Brooklyn Nets, oops, was a player that you were gra- grabbing onto and utilizing. And he, I think he dropped 27. I don't know if you could check that stats for tonight, LT or not having uh, troubles on my side, but Brooklyn, they, man, it seems like they got more depth now, right? It's really Mm -hmm. strange. And like Andre Drummond, does he start now? Like, does he, he's going to get, is he going to get playing time? They still got LMA. I mean, sure. LMA has been a decent, and here, let me go back a little bit real quick. Going back to Philly, like who's their other big man? Is it Millsap? Like who's their five? Right now it's Millsap. It's literally just Embiid. And they're going to be running. It looks like they're going to be running sweatshops on on bead and uh, and Millsap. That's it. Yeah, yeah. As far I as guess, true big men. Yeah, I think that's my last impressions. I need to try to pull up Cam Thomas. I mean, the, he has some big stats. I think tonight for Brooklyn. Let me check. Let me. I'm checking right now for it, Cam. Yeah, and I'll, I'll say fill some stuff here. So overall, I think you said to see. I I think I have to. I think I'm agreeing. Uh, I think it was a. I think it was a B. I think what they said initially was a B. Um, they said it was a B. Yeah. It it was it was a pretty good trade just because I mean Harden wanted out. You know what I'm saying? Like this is probably the best you were gonna get. Like honestly, um, and it, I mean it, it leaked out that he wanted out, but it was clear by his gameplay that like the last week. Uh, was you be able to pull up them stats or not? Nah, you still looking? Yeah, Cam Johnson. So yeah, he had 27 points tonight. 11 for 18. Four uh, of eight from uh, three-point land. Uh, only shot one free throw and made it. Four rebounds, one turnover, and two swipes. Um, so he had a he had a very stellar game tonight. Played thirty-six minutes, um, <sighs> second only to Kyrie's thirty-eight. Wow. Um, <laughs> I, Char- uh, I, I got a couple of funny stuff. Charles Barkley said, uh, "Kyrie Irving's half man, half season." <laughs> Instead of half man, half amazing. He said he's half, half, half man, half season. That's why he's playing so much. He's got so much energy. Um, but uh, but yeah, Kyrie played. He uh he didn't shoot too efficiently, but he 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 did an old school Harden stat line, 10 from 11 from the charity, so that helped out. Um, so Kyrie is there, but yeah, Kyrie is a no-go in fantasy world. I don't, to be honest with you, the Sixers on in fantasy land, I don't know. I think if you have any of these players, you do hold, though, um, especially the Seth. Drummond, definitely, if you had Drummond and you've kept them this year, I would hold on to him. He might be starting um, for a contender, uh, Brooklyn contender. So you, you want he's going to be playing more minutes. And right now they got Blake Griffin playing the center and Drummond is better than Griffin so he's gonna <laughs> uh, he's gonna get some time for sure um 
I, I think Seth Curry is going to be playing a lot as well. Um, Cam Thomas, like starts <laughs> back, um, is going to continue to play well while KD is out. He's already been a, a very good pickup. And again, remember they do have Patty Mills. Um, so if they want to play, have someone play that point guard position, and Kyrie isn't playing, then make sure Patty Mills is isn't available on your waiver wire because he's going to get the time. Um, but Sixers land. Um, uh, oh, and again, of course, Ben Simmons. If you've held on to him, I know a lot of people have. Put him in that IR spot. Get ready. He might be able to. It might have, you know, might actually came to fruition where you can use him. Um, the Sixer side, Starks. I, I, I think, of course, Embiid, Harden don't change. Tobias, to be honest with you, maybe gets a little bit of a green arrow up just because of Seth Curry leaving. Uh, a little bit more of an offensive burden is going to be placed on him. Um, but Niang and Kirk Montz, we want to. You want to keep an eye on those two. Um, who's going to take over that, uh, that's that, that, that spot up three in the corners position. Does Danny green step up? He's been scoop. He's been scoop so far this season. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. So I don't know. He's been cat litter. I don't know if he's going to step it up or not Stark. So, um, I'm looking more on the Yang and Cork Mons, like you stated, Tyrese Maxi, you already probably have him though. Um, again, Maxi, uh, Maxi pads. Uh, we'll see what um, goes on there with him. Uh, other than that, that's all I got for that trade, man. That was the big trade. So of course we're going to spend a lot of time on that one. But um, yeah, that I, I give it a C. Still, I don't think it. I don't think it pushes the needle for anyone. It, it was definitely better for um, the Sixers, though. I think the Sixers won that one by a landslide. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The the, the 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 Nets won that by a landslide. Okay. But so we're going to go ahead and, yeah, we'll go ahead and move over to the next trade. And this is your, a couple of your boys in these trades, Starks. I was, I was very surprised to see a lot of your boys. We got Chris Stapps, Pringles, Plazingas to Washington. Why? I have no idea for Spencer Dinwiddie, um, which is one of my guys. I actually have him in my league. Um, RIP to Spencer Dinwiddie. He was playing. He was one of the weirdest players I've ever had in fantasy this year. There's stretches where Spencer, uh, my man Dinwiddie, would just he would he would come out. He would he would look like a superstar. Double doubles, multiple assists, multiple steals, and then he'll come out some nights and he'll do absolutely nothing. And I'm like I'm like, dude, you're on a Wizards team with no um, what's his name um. Uh, no Rui, no Rui Hachimura. There's no uh, no Beal. Beal's out for the season, y'all, if you don't know. And you're telling me that you get four points, Spencer Dinwiddie? What is happening? So, again, it looks like there were some issues within the team. But uh, we're going to go over this trade here. Dallas Mavericks received Spencer Dinwiddie and my guy, Davis Bertans. Washington, <laughs> Washington <laughs> Wizards received Chris Tapp. Porzingis, Starks' boy, the the unicorn, second and a second round pick. Starks, explain this one to me. I have no idea what this one's about. <laughs> I don't understand it. <laughs> Two things. To me, obviously, to me, in my opinion, Washington took them for a ride. That's number one. Number two, ESPN <laughs> thinks of it differently. I'm just being honest. ESPN, you know, 
you know who Le- Legler is, right? Legs. Yeah, 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 legs. I know. yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know Tim Legler. Oh, he, hey, he had me weak. He said, yeah, he said, uh, and I'm paraphrasing what he said. <laughs> he said, yeah, he's just like the unicorn. Like, you barely see him out there on the court. <laughs> <laughs> There's no like, reason for hey, He's been pretty healthy this year, man. Not, I mean, he's had some. He's been out a little bit, but he's been pretty healthy this year. Listen, man. <sighs> Not to steal the ball from you, Starks, but what is going on with this trade, man? I don't understand it. What I did hear, what I did hear is Gangsta Luca, okay? Gangsta Luca said, uh, get out of here. It's basically what I heard. I heard they didn't like playing with each other. Um, there's there's clips, um, and I should have, I should I should have brought some clips with me, but there's clips literally of Luca just dribbling the ball. And Porzingis is like, pass the ball, like help. <laughs> Lucas like, see ya. And he just like double dribble. He's like dribbles into like double coverage and loses the ball. There's a it's like a bunch of weird clips like that where it's like he just refuses to pass Porzingis the ball. And uh it seems like they didn't like playing with each other. So that's the only thing I could think of. And of course, you're gonna go with Luca for your franchise over. Uh, unicorn and you want to make your franchise player happy and stay in Dallas. So um sorry, I just stole that ball there, but here I'll, I'll pass that back to you Starks. No, you're good. I just, um there's nothing really to say. I mean, so Przingis, this is what I would be concerned about though. And I, I'm a, I have him rostered in one of my league, one of our leagues Um for those gems that actually have him, I would actually be maybe potentially more concerned because Washington, what are they playing for? Right. So there's mm-hmm. could be even when he's healthy, he could be having rest down the stretch. So that's something to think about. Um, if you're able to, and I'm obviously like, if you're able to trade him to someone to a GM in your league for a redraft league, I would almost essentially potentially try to do that. Your selling point would be like, well, I guess this is a Chico, one of the the trading things that I will utilize. Well, he's going to a, a wasteland team, which he is because of Bradley Bill essentially out for a while. He is going to have the uh, the probably the highest usage rate on the team, so that creates a lot of opportunity, a lot of shots. His value is going to skyrocketed. But like Lake said, he's like the true unicorn. When is he on the court? Now I know he's been more on the court this year, but at the same time, he hasn't. So maybe he plays a few games. You sell high on him when he does good, do good, and try to get someone back. Um, but at the end, by closer to the end of the season, when your fantasy playoffs start, there's a good chance he might not be available. And that's what I'm concerned about. So ultimately, you know, Dallas, or excuse me, um, Washington has a good piece for the future. Him and Bradley Bill, that's a, that's an interesting combo. Um, now on the other side of things of the Mavericks, I guess, you know, like you said, with Luke, I don't need to go into that, but what does that look like for Spencer Dinwiddie? Um, his value to me is almost, it might take, it ain't really a regression. It's a push more, more, more mm-hmm. likely less in my opinion. And, um, that's a good, I mean, Jalen Brunson was already fine. So I, I didn't really, mm-hmm. I, I still didn't understand that trade. I still don't, but Lucas trade makes no sense. Yeah. So I think that's it's just a really matter of, go ahead. Yeah. It has to be a, a Luca, Luca request and he's the franchise player, LeBron esque type move. Um, just to go over some wizard stuff here, I have no idea because Montrez Harrell got traded as well. So the center position, if Perzingis plays um, significant minutes, uh, Daniel Gafford's probably we're probably not going to see him a lot. Thomas Bryant, he got injured. 
Um, so that could make Gafford more available. Um, you know, we all love going for breakfast, right? Maybe they'll go to Denny's more. Um, I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know, Starks. I don't know what they're going to do. We got uh, Krispy Kremes as well. Corey Kisper out there. Uh, and the coups. <laughs> now, <laughs> Maybe they fight the coups three the coups so i actually been enjoying having him on my squad this year and i hope this doesn't hurt him too much i hope they can play but with beal being out for the rest of the year i think this i think he'll be he'll be fine i think he'll be fine him and uh porzingis are going to share that majority of the especially with harold now out yeah him and uh, Porzingis. Or, so if you have the unicorn in and he plays, I think it's going to be a, I think that's an up, right? You got to give that a, a plus. Um, and uh, I think everybody else on that team uh, benefits from, again, Beal being out mostly for the rest of the year and uh, Montrez Harrell and uh, Bertans not being in a rotation anymore. So, um, but yeah, I think they're going to go to Denny's. I think they're going to be going for Denny uh, out to Denny's a little <laughs> bit more. So keep, keep your eyes out for him. And uh, of course, we are. Uh, we understand that uh, transitions are the greatest here. So Montrez Harrell to Charlotte. So Montrez Harrell was moved over to Charlotte, and the Washington Wizards. I feel like Ish Smith was on the Wizards already. No, right? <laughs> I like, yeah, I feel like he was on the Wizards. But anyways, Washington Wizards receive Ish Smith and Vernon Carey Jr. Um, I feel like this trade is good for the Hornets for depth wise, Starks. But I think that's it. I think it. I think it. I think it hurts his value, right? It has to. Um, it might. No? Listen, there's a potential that he really might start at the five, though. Really? Uh, hmm. He potentially might be. Now, we know about P.J. Washington, Mason Plumley, mm -hmm. But I think he can play the five. Maybe they could start him at the five. It, so mm. I don't think this really, I don't think this really hurts him. I, I think it honestly potentially might help him, especially okay. if he starts. Um, Cause I mean, Miles okay. Bridges at the four, what? Mm -hmm. Ubre, G Hayes still. <laughs> we know about G Hayes like off and on, right? But Kelly Ubre is at the two sometimes, you know, or excuse me, three. Terry Rozier and then Lamelo. But I think I think Harrell actually wins a little bit. Yeah, I I I feel like Harold with that is better than Plumley, right? I mean, right? I yeah, I feel like they're. I feel like he's a little bit better than Plumley. Plumley is solid, but you would want you you wouldn't mind having Plumley off that bench. Um, I, I, yeah, I'm. I agree with you, man. I I think he could start in that position. Now we'll see what happens, but yeah, I think I think that's a strong pickup for them. And if he does start. Man, that, that's a green light for them. I just know they like to play small a lot. Yeah. Um, so that's what I was thinking in my head. I do know they like to play small sometimes running uh, your boy Bridges, Jalen McDaniels at the five, PJ Washington at the five. Um, so we'll see if that's what they do or if they feel safe with running Harrell at the five in their small ball lineup. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, um, we'll have to see. That is something that we'll have to see. Um, and uh, we'll go to the next one. Now, this one had Stark scratching his <laughs> head. Didn't know what was going on. He was like, man, what is going on with this one? Derek White to Boston, Josh Richardson to San Antonio. So this is a direct one for one. Starks, I'm going to let you start off with this one. What's going on with this trade, man? One for ride. Like this is... <laughs> 
like the big this is like the trade like everybody just like overlooked i feel like obviously there was a lot of trades that happened everybody's going to be focused on the hard end joel and bead and then even potentially like the unicorn trade but like this one this one smacked me in the face like san antonio y'all y'all got taken for a ride Derek white yo for what richardson so like boston this is very interesting now i want to see how this okay so now some people that have like marcus smart friends i know you're a, a, a marcus smart guy and i like him too seems like I you am. always have you didn't, did you get him in any leagues this year i feel like you didn't i do i do have him in the main league okay exactly you always get you've been getting him the last couple of years and the question is i think he'll still probably come off i think he'll come off the bench though but it would be an interesting dynamic if they can find a way to start him. Maybe they might play the matchup game from time to time. But either way, for like Boston, this this gives them a nice boost, you know, in just just for the. I, think, I don't even know their standings this year. Like, how are they looking this year? Um, they are at thir- at thirty-one and twenty-five. That, so they're 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 <laughs> and they, they're on a six-game winning streak. Like, yeah, they've been winning. They so, just, go ahead. I was gonna say real quick, uh, Dennis Schroeder got traded too, so Schroeder's no longer on 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 that on the Celtics. Um, mm-hmm. They, I think they, I think they, I think they may rock with those four people. I, I think they can in certain lineups with uh, with your boy the Matrix um, or um, Al Horford running the five. Um, I can see that happening a lot. Um, Jalen Brown running that four. Um, depending on the matchup. So I think that I think if you're a Marcus Smart player like me, I am I was a little worried. I am a little worried about this. Marcus Smart is not a high volume guy though. You don't you don't you don't get Marcus Smart to um you know score 20 plus points. Sometimes he does like Lou Dort, you know. Um, you know, sometimes he does, you know. <laughs> yeah, Starks. I was a I was a slight to you. Um, but <laughs> you get him for all of the residual stats and he's his his um assist numbers have been shooting up this year. Um, and he's been playing that role very well. And Derek White, I don't know if that's going to really, I don't know if Derek White's going to take away that role from Smart. I don't know. I don't think so. I, I personally don't think so. I think they needed another ball handler and they needed mm-hmm. another playmaker on the floor, kind of that G. Hay role. Like uh, they they needed, they just needed another player, another another ball handler, another scorer, somebody that can take the pressure off of Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, and they found them. That's a great pickup for them. I'm gonna be honest. Derek White is underrated. Uh, I know Dejounte Murray was stealing the sunshine and the spotlight in Spurs land, but uh, Derek White is a great pickup if he can stay healthy. Um, that's a big if, but um, if he can stay healthy, yeah, that's good. That's gonna. I think that's not going to uh, do anything this year, but I think next year they can meld together. I think that would be a nice little unit. So real quick, I, the draft pick. So they get it looks like they get a top four protection. 2022 with top four protection. Yes, sir. Okay. Well, that's okay. So that's like, man, that's not too bad, but it, it takes bad. some of the pain off. Mm-hmm. But still, it's Derek White. I mean, he's very underrated, especially. I, I think that premium for Derek White is due to his injuries. It has to be due to his his injury background. That's the only thing I could think of because he should definitely be he should definitely have more value than that. That that that's just me personally, like you stated before. Josh Richardson is like, come on now. We know we know we know what that's about. But on the Spurs side, hey, you're a fan of Devin v- Vassell. 
you're a fan. I, I like my guy, Joshua Primo, man. I know he is a, uh, he's one of the back end guys here. I like my, I like Primo, man. I, hopefully he gets some more playing time, but again, Doug McBuckets, I feel like he's going to be playing and uh, playing a little bit more time. And they also picked up G Dra the dragon. He hasn't played all like that this year, but again, he can magically start playing now that, uh, if you know Greg Popovich tell him to go ahead and jump in. Um, this is not concerning the trade Starks, but um, just to tell the viewers, Zach Collins, keep an eye out on my boy Zachy Zach. He came back from a long term injury, but he's played pretty well in the first couple of games. He's came back in again. They got the portal, but um, I think what you call it left. What's his name? Not a. Uh, you is it Eubanks? Was the other center there? Oh, yeah, Eubanks. Yeah, I think, Wade, I, yeah, Wade Jake, Eubanks. I know what you're talking about. Some Eubanks. Yeah. yeah. Something Eubanks. They're backup center. <laughs> so uh so just keep an eye out for Zachy Zach because if uh portal goes down, injured, whatever the case may be. Zach's going to be, he, he's been playing well and has been getting pretty distant minutes already coming back. So, um, but the Spurs are a very intriguing team. I, I don't think they're doing too much this year. Yeah, they're 20 and 35. They're not doing anything <laughs> this year. So um, they're going to be uh, just getting their young guys more minutes and time. Um, so I think that if you have DeJounte Murray, you like this trade for sure. He's the de facto point guard now and guy over there. And if you have Devin Vassell, Lonnie Walker, and, um, Oh, Dougie McBuckets. Um, they're going to get some more opportunities and availability there. So, yeah, that's what I got. Anything else, Starks, on yeah. that? No, I think that's good, what you said of Vassell. I honestly think he's he's worth a waiver wire pick in, like, almost essentially all leagues. You know, see what happens. Um, mm -hmm. San Antonio's low-key starting to turn into a wasteland team. So oh, he, yeah. could, <laughs> he could be potentially a league winner. That, uh, they're there they're definitely there and you can also <laughs> kita kita baits shorty doop as well just keep an eye out for him um <laughs> uh i just wanted to say his name that's the only reason why i mentioned him all right next trade we got marvin bagley to detroit serge abaca surge protector um all the thunder all the <laughs> all the that's how it used to be his name surge protector now it's just surge uh, uh lieutenant surge <laughs> um surge abaca to milwaukee um and it's funny all of the uh, old thunder players have been in the news lately um i don't know why but yeah uh but marvin bagley to detroit starks that's the biggest name here as far as opportunity serge abaca is going to milwaukee for a filler he is actually going to be playing behind oh man what's his name he is a unit. Oh, what's his name? Starks, uh, the power forward for the Bucks. Uh, for the Bucks. For the Bucks. I, I can't. I can't think of his name. He's a. But he's a unit. Um. But so he's gonna play backup. Serge Ibaka. If you had him, unless there's injuries, I wouldn't. Bobby even... Portis. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby Portis. Okay. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the the transporter. Yeah, man. He's a. Uh, he's uh Bobby Portis is a is a bad man. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Uh, but Serge Ibaka, how the mighty have fallen. Uh, he's he's going to be probably backing up Portis. <laughs> so there you go. Um, Marvin Bagley. Do you think they play him, Starks? Do you think they play him right away, put him in that starting unit? Uh, so the thing is, I think this gives him an opportunity to definitely do something versus what he was drafted for in Sacramento all these years. But 
I guess my question is, you know, and that's something we'll probably have a, a, a fight on at the end towards the clutch shot with the Jeremy Grant situation, right? Looks like he's mm-hmm. back. But he was rumored to get traded. He didn't get traded. But Grant plays the four, does he not? Then you got Sadiq Bay at the three, Kay Cunningham at the two, and then Killian Hayes. They kind of have him starting at the one. Maybe, I think, I think they can find a way. I think Bagley's going to get some minutes. Honestly, he's worth a person to take a flyer on also in this. I mean, he's to me, he's a potential league winner. I mean, well, I won't say league winner, but I think he could be a, a solid player on a fantasy team if you can afford it to see what happens. And if it doesn't work out for him, you can cut bait with him. Do you think it's time to cut the cord on Killian Hayes? Yeah, it's time to cut the cord on. So Dynasty Leagues, um, you got to just hold on to him and hope for the best, but it's he's not looking good. Yeah, I think I think on Piston side too. I think um Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know if they continue with him. Um I think they may cuz to be honest with you, the way their team is constructed now, they mm-hmm. they get a good they get a good point guard, man, and um I mean, they're solid, man. So again, some of these guys, Hamadou Diallo's been playing very well as well. Um again, Jeremy Grant uh Saban Lee is a decent backup. Um Kelly Olinick is a good backup as well. Um so they Isaiah Stewart at the 5. Um he's yeah. he, you know he 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 actually has shown promise. He just needs again another year or so of development. Um I I I, I Killian Hayes has not impressed me whatsoever in these in this year too pretty much. Um and uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he got the chops. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, Stark? So <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. know if he's got the chops. So um I'm I wouldn't yeah, be surprised you, they pick up a point guard in the next draft. Yeah, I mean when you when you feel like Corey Joseph can probably play better than Killian Hayes, oh, yeah. you got a question. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I would pick up Bagley too. Um because, I mean, why not? You might as well see what they're going to do with them. Hamadou Diallo has been a, a good pickup the last week or so. Um, and then uh, there's not really any. I think Bagley just – I think he plays 20, 25 minutes a game. Uh, why not? He's 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 The talent level of him is just too high for him not to get time um, to at least show what he can do. And he may have a per, per average high of 20 to 25 minutes. It may be worth it. So. Mm-hmm. All right. And I think just to add on to that um, – I don't know if these matter, but the Clippers get Rodney Hood and semi-automatic Ojale. Semi. <laughs> semi-automatic. Semi-automatic Ojale. And then the Mil- <laughs> Milwaukee Bucks receive Ibaka. And the Sacramento Kings, okay, they get Dante DiVincio, Josh Jackson, and Trey Lyles. Hmm. Interesting. That's an interesting. Uh, that's interesting to me. I wonder what Dante Denvivencio's role will be. Um, that's interesting. I, that I think he's. I think. I, I think he's a. He might still come off the bench. Man, they must really love Grayson Allen Starks <laughs> over in. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, uh, I guess yeah, Grayson Allen and your boy uh, 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 Cotton Balls because um, they. Uh, they, they they just said by Dante he 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 was pivotal. Wait a minute. Oh, pivotal. Oh, who's cop balls? Pat Connington, right? Yeah, Pat Connington, man. <laughs> Pat. <laughs> uh, I was I was like, yeah, you must be tired if you didn't get that one right away. Yeah, it um, took me a while. <laughs> you, yeah, it took, took you a while. Um, 
Dante DiVincio was pivotal in them getting a championship, man. So I was like, I'm like, I'm surprised they put they, but hey, you gotta move on. Where you moving on? And uh, great, they, they they like what Grayson Allen's bringing to the cable. So, um, so yeah, that's that's all I got. Josh Jackson, Trey Lyles, they're gonna become. Uh, they were already pretty uh, insignificant, other than injuries. Um, and I think they're gonna still be, uh, unfortunately, irrelevant. There's like Rashawn Holmes over there, and um, my boy Mitchell. Um, he's gonna be taking up those guard, those guard backup, and starting minutes probably. Uh, Tory Craig, the Phoenix, and then Jalen Smith to Indiana. Anything crazy you you got on this one, Starks? Only thing that I would say is in a deep league, to, if he's available, Jalen Smith is a flyer mm-hmm. uh, for mm-hmm. Indiana just because Indiana is a super wasteland team. No. As, although, although, super wasteland. Well, wait a minute. No, they're. It's a strange situation. Let me so let me backtrack there. Let me backtrack. I'm sorry, I forgot that Sacramento trade took place with them because mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. kind of took them for. Might a ride. as well jump into that Ty- trade now too. Yeah. Yeah. Ty- Halliburton, yo, like, Halliburton. bro. I so okay. Maybe it's, so they're not a wasteland team, but they're a team like I, I honestly want players off this team. Like I want to take a flyer on so many players off of Indiana. I don't for some reason it seems like that. LT, you've benefited. You felt the Goga power, right? I know you do feel that. Goga. And like <laughs> Michael Brogdon, we know what he is. He's like, he's either there or he's not, right? So he's always <laughs> Yeah, he's the real unicorn. He's the real right? unicorn. He's the unicorn for real. And so this makes oh. it an interesting situation. So does Buddy Hill, does he continue does he start at the three? Halliburton. So I think Buddy Hill. I mean, obviously, he gets a little boost. I know we kind of got a headache with him. You know, he'll he last not he's not been promising the last couple of years, but then there's years he flashes. But the players I just want to talk about real quick is you know Dwayne Washington Jr. that I lo- I know a lot of people talked about, and then uh, <laughs> Lance Stevenson. Oh my gosh! But they have a, they finally have like Halliburton, so that changes the dynamic and stuff. But let me get to the point. Jalen Smith, I think this opens potential time for him. I'm being honest; like you don't know, it might stick at the four. Like who's going to be? Is it going to be like Brissett? Is he going to be playing there? Is it going to be who's the other guy I had? I don't even see the player that I had. Oh, Isaiah Jackson. He's mm-hmm. he's supposed to be coming back. But he plays kind of the hybrid five or four. So just I'm looking at more of the big men there because we mm-hmm. know oh, Miles Turner's still there. I, I thought mm-hmm. we were thinking he might have got traded, but like when is he coming back? Um, we know Triscuits or Biscuits, like they're not gonna care much about him. So I'm looking for I'm looking for the bigs. That's what I'm looking at. I guess I just kept looking at the bigs. As far as their backcourt, it is interesting, but I'll pass you the ball there, OC. No, absolutely. And uh, just breaking news. I know this is a football reference. Aaron Rodgers named NFL MVP for the second consecutive <laughs> wow. season. Yeah, that's that's spicy. But the Pacers are again, they're 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 19 and 37. Right. Um, they're, they're they're not making any noise this year. Um, so next year. I'm very interested to see who goes and who stays because they can't keep all these people on here. They got Rubio Starks. Um, on their roster still. So if he comes back healthy, um, what's he going to be? His role? Um, he, he 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 was balling over over there on, on the Cavs. He was balling his 
mind out of and you still got brogdon now you got tyrese halliburton what 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 uh what does he play a role in as far as on this team um i like brisket i like o'shea briskets um he's he's actually a benefactor i think of this trade um but this team is hurt right now man so it's it's and, and they got chris duarte they got all these guards, okay? They got the like all of these guards, and so the, something has to shake. So eventually, someone is going to have to, you know, move and shake some in some direction with all these guards next year. But in the immediate, with all these injuries, with the way this team is going, I don't really see Miles Turner rushing back. Um, so he might be out for a little longer, really recouping that left foot. Um, so you're looking at Isaiah Jackson. When he gets back, probably going to get some playing time. They're going to see what they have in uh, more in Dwayne Washington Jr. Um, they're going to see what they have in Tyrese Halliburton and in Buddy Hield, and see what to do with those players at the end of the year because they can't keep all of these guards on there. On <laughs> they can't keep all these guards. So, um, so we'll see what happens. But in the in the immediate, again, O'Shea, I, I say Goga. If you get you can get Goga, pick up Goga. Um, if you O'Shea Briskets, uh, Brissett. Um, pick him up too, just to see in your, if you're in deep leagues, obviously 12 team leagues, probably not. You're probably got better available, <laughs> available players than that. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Um, but no, that's all I got for that. Um, uh, we can go to the next one. I skipped a couple cause we, we kind of sure. jumped. Cut, we cut, had to, I mean, yeah. we had to, yeah. Gotcha. Um, kind of talk. That's a big one. That was a big one. Um, for sure. Uh, PJ Dozier and Bobo. <laughs> uh, go to Orlando. Any idea if they play Bobo in Orlando Starks? It's like, why not? But the thing is, you got Wendell Carter Jr., you got Mo Bamba. They they've been fine. fine. They've been really fine. I don't honestly don't really understand, but I feel like Bobo just you put him on a team that needs big man, he'll he'll do fine. Like yeah. I don't I don't I just don't understand that. So I guess so. Longer story short, to condense and then you can go at it is, I think he he has potential to get some minutes. Yeah, I I, I think that um they're just testing the waters. I think they just picked him up. Like let's see what let's see what he can do. Well, I mean he'll if there's any a place for him to get minutes and time, it's Orlando because they're they're terrible. So, um. It, it's PJ Dozier too is just another piece, second round pick, and they got cash considerations. So pretty much is uh the cash considerations may be the real reason why they, they did that trade uh but now we're gonna move over to daniel dice to boston and dennis schroeder to houston now this trade does, i don't like this trade at all this trade makes me very upset starks and uh tice to boston is not a big deal um he's gonna be playing maybe he'll play in that role um he's got to be off the bench right especially with Derek Wright over there now um, with Derek White going over there, they didn't need Dennis Schroeder anymore. Uh, your your services have concluded. <laughs> uh, <laughs> your stop has uh, has officially came and gone, and he's gone over to Houston. Now, I hate this. So the reason why I don't like this is because I have Kevin Porter Jr. And, <laughs> and Schroeder, to me, is what I call a point guard scissor, okay? He, he just <laughs> cuts at whoever is in front of him at the point guard position he is a point he is a fantasy scissor okay and so i i don't like it okay because he 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 has games where he becomes uh alan iverson right like like schroeder just becomes alan iverson 
He's like slicing, dicing. He's like going into the lane. He's making, he's contorting. He's, he puts up like thirty points, and then your 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 point guard guy is like like not doing well. So I don't like that. I, that scares me a little bit. Rockets are a wasteland team, so they may they may they may play him just a lot of. He may end up playing a lot of minutes for for funsies. I don't know, man. But uh, a little, a little worrisome. So we'll see. Uh, Ennis Freedom is also going over to um, <laughs> Houston. <laughs> Thought you would get a kick out of, a kick out of that. Um, Ennis Freedom is going over to Houston Rockets as well with Bruno Mars. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, Bruno Fernando. <laughs> so Bruno Fernando. So all of that doesn't matter. Daniel Theis is, uh, I don't. I don't think you pick him up if you had him. Um, and the little bit of what he was doing in the Rockets, you're probably probably going to get the same production over in Boston, especially with the Matrix. Oh, I'm sorry, not the Matrix. Uh, the Time Lord um, still over there. It's like you know All what's right. funny. It's, you know what's funny about some of these trades? Like it's like players. <laughs> it's like they never got traded, but they're <laughs> they went to the team. They 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 went to the team. They, they were went, previous they, at right. I'm just like, what's going on? Wait a minute. Is that does that really happen? Um, let me just say this real quick. We can move right along. I just want to say this. <laughs> I don't know if you heard about this. They the Lakers were entertaining trying to get that Schroeder back. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I know they're desperate when I hear that. And then John Wall, like I don't, I don't think John Wall's played a game in like two years, and you think he's better than Westbrook right now? I was like, are you sure? I haven't so seen John Wall hit the court at all. So that was my question to you, because like obviously, like Wall, and like if they were even thinking about <clears throat> the Lakers were thinking about Schroeder, you know they're desperate. They they don't want no Russ. But we were talking about earlier. But let me just let's just go there real quick. So like Russ, I don't know if you've seen the uh, the highlight, but Russ was trying to like, hey, it's gonna be okay, guys. With uh, AD, you see that AD, with LeBron on the back? yeah, patting him on the <laughs> back. Hey, don't worry. Him on the back. Like, bro, hey. you know that it right now. <laughs> you know what's funny though? It's like they, they they don't they feel like he's the Westbrook's a problem, but they literally can't win without Westbrook. They need in order to win, Westbrook has to play. There's no you can't take him out of games. You, you can't do that. He is literally your third best player on the court, right? You can't you can't close games with Monk. Arist- aristocrat <laughs> um what's his name um oh Matt, man hey, they, Ar- matthews? they don't still have <laughs> matthews do that. there's no I way they, i think they have matthews unfortunately um what's the my other guy my guy autumn 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 tate what's his name um austin reeves reeves yeah Re- yeah austin yeah austin three <laughs> stone cold steve austin <laughs> austin reeves Yo, they they have Austin Reeves out there. They got Kendrick Nunn, and it's like Westbrook is your Westbrook is your third best player. He has to be out there. You you picked him up in the free agency. This is the team. You have to roll with it. You can't you can't run away. You can't run away now. It doesn't. It's too late. It's too late. You can't run away. And so when when I hear all this stuff about Westbrook this, Westbrook that, 
he is your third best player. You have to have him on the court. That's just it's just there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Hey man, when you when you're when you're uh throwing Avery Bradley in the starting lineup, you got a problem, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some I saw someone post on IG, they were like, Avery Bradley had 30, 30 plus minutes. That's 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 all you need to that's all you need to know. <laughs> that's, all you, that's all you that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. And it's like no offense to Avery Bradley, but like we got squads out here with 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 <laughs> with like crazy rosters. Like, like you, that's not gonna cut it, man. It's yeah. not gonna cut it. And and it's like I don't know. And uh, yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't hopefully, know what they're gonna ho- do. hopefully, I mean, I don't know. Kendrick Nunn's still out. Hopefully, like when he comes back in March, he gives them him them some type of spark, but. The Russell Westbrook situation is, you know, it's unfortunate. Yeah, they, they, um, they need they need none like yesterday. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> they need him like yesterday. And then what's going on with my man uh Dr. Seuss, man? Horton here's a hue. Uh like <laughs> what's going on with Taylor <laughs> Tucker, man? <laughs> I don't understand it, man. He 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 I feel like he should be, be- he should be like uh, uh contributing. Way more than and, he has been. And guess what? They could have got Tyler Hero. They they held on to it. They didn't want to get rid of THT last year. They mm. could have had Hero. They should have done that. And they should have. They, they need him now. That t- Hero would fit perfect. Would fit beautifully. With yeah, this team. and they probably and they probably should have kept Sh- Shredder or try to get him. <laughs> they should have kept Shredder too. Like I hate to say it, they, they yeah. should have kept. He 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 fits. <laughs> He fits better than Westbrook. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> the issue with Westbrook, man, is that like he has. I, I was telling, talking to someone at the gym. He has one gear, man, and 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 the gear that he has is like aggressive, and not every <laughs> game calls for that. You know what I mean? Like, not every game is a game where you could just run full steam ahead of someone. And 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 make the majority of your shots, and then you don't have the skill set to. Then he tries to change it up and try to be like Tim Duncan, and it's like <laughs> it's like Westbrook. You're not Tim Duncan. You know what I'm saying? Off like, yeah, yeah. The off the glass <laughs> shots, like stop it, my G. Like stop it, Westbrook. You're not Tim. You're not that guy. Did you okay? see? Uh, you heard what Shaq said on the court to him, half court. <laughs> What did he say? I'd seen he the, said, I forgot what he said though. I seen the said, clip. He said, slow the F down, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> he played too effing fast. <laughs> Exa- yo, exactly. Like, <laughs> like what? Like sometimes <laughs> sometimes I watch it up like like are you are you okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, are you are you good? Like what are you where are you going <laughs> like there's there's like nowhere to go and he's like he's like i'm gonna go through him i'm gonna go i'm just gonna run and then i'm gonna make it there and sometimes it works that's cool but again he he he's also uh he's his game also is a component of the new rules you can't just bogart yourself into the paint and then like throw yourself around people and then get fouls called on you now they're not calling them all like that anymore so it's like he, he he Westbrook. Uh, there's so much we we can we could do a whole podcast on Westbrook. I know, to be honest, because me and you go. I, I love Westbrook. Let's let's be 
completely, you know, yeah. up front. The reason why me and him, me and Starks can jokes is we I used to be a, a real diehard Westbrook brand Thunder <laughs> fan, and I still love Westbrook. I love his intensity, I love his tenacity, but he is the definition of a uh a one trick, one 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 trick old hat. And it's not, and it's like you gotta switch hats. You know how like <laughs> you know what's so funny to me? You know how like 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 the way like Dwayne Wade, a couple other players, like they were able to transition in their later years into like three-point shooters, you know, spot up. They they their games evolved, you know, they kind of changed to what was going on, and then in order for them to fit in, in different systems in order to win. And it's like with Westbrook, it's like he hasn't done that yet, or he, he's just incapable of doing that. He is not, he is the same player he was in, in OKC. He is the same exact player. Like if you put a video recording of him back then and then him now, it looks exactly the same. He's just, it's just, he's just on rerun, man. He's on repeat, rerun, <laughs> uh, fast forward. Uh, times two, you know, on YouTube videos, you can go times two speed. That's him. And and I know, I know LeBron be like, man, you better slow. slow. And LeBron's in like reverse. He's like nonchalant. He's super slow. He's like, he's Terry. He's like his defense. I've seen him a couple times. It's really bad. But, um, yeah, but he, he, sometimes he don't even be trying. But so man, let's it, just, it, yeah, it was, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, because there's a lot we're gonna i want to say there's two more that i want to talk about and then we can okay go ahead the two of them obviously we've got to talk about portland of course i'm sorry brother and then i know it's I a hoping, sad day i was hoping not, I was hoping not. <laughs> it wouldn't happen and then we'll talk about and we'll actually talk about portland after we talk about this is the Cavs, man like they're a playoff contender i mean this year interesting right they got karis lavert and um you know, from a fantasy perspective, it's going to be interesting next year how they have Colin Sexton also, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to understand. Maybe they play small ball next year because, come on, man, Lord Marketing. You know, maybe they just kind of bring him off the bench, maybe, or do they continue to start him? Because we know Evan Mobley, Morbius, he's the real deal out there. I don't have Morbius in any of my leagues, and that that hurts so bad. Yeah, he is a he is a monster, man. Um, but you know, Garlic Junior is going to do his thing. Karis Levert, but the, let's talk about uh, real quick. Your boy Garlic Junior, man, what a what a man, what a man. You called it though. You seen it in him years ago. So good stuff. Humble, humble man, like I definitely get some wrong that he was one I got right. Yeah, you know? he, yeah that's for sure. He's good he there's no it's ands or buts about that um honestly man it just you know how we were talking about man it might be time to switch teams like i gotta stick with the thunder but like i like garlic jr man you know mm. so do i kind of like cleveland i mean i like garlic jr um but i'm still gonna stick with thunder but this trade in particular just kind of go real quick on it um i just I think Karis LeVert, I mean, starting at the two, he's going to be fine. I think it's more of a push. I mean, he's going to want to play as hard as he can just because he's in Cleveland with a contender. Um, his fantasy values, to me, is relatively the same, maybe a little bit better because he has the unction to, to go harder. Um, who can this really improve on on this team? 
I think you're just going to be looking at players that might get hurt from time to time because mm -hmm. Garland's been in and out. Karis LeVert, we know he's not always healthy, so who would kind of pick up the slack? I know a lot of people were rushing at one point in time to get Rondo. Yeah, I mean, he can get minutes here and there. He'll get you the regular assists. There's nobody else that really sticks out. I'm surprised Kevin Love didn't get moved before the trade mm -hmm. deadline. That's very interesting. But maybe they're going to – I guess it kind of makes sense to hold him on because he has that championship experience, right? So he still comes off the bench. But I don't really have nothing else to say in particular. But Indiana, they got Rubio, the first-round pick, lottery protection. So to me, the trade went well for both sides. Um, Ricky Rubio – that's what sucked. He was doing really good this year, but he's also mm -hmm. hurt. Um, I don't got nothing really else to say about this trade unless you got something to say. No, I was going to say that. Yeah, I don't think it changes too much. The only issue with that fight, that small ball, is that Jared Allen's still over there, and he's still he's he's still he still <laughs> takes he's still doing some things. So I don't know. I don't know what they do. I think one of my. Uh, I have a Cavs friend that I talked to recently. They think they moved Sexton uh, in the offseason. So, wow. Um, yeah, they think they moved Sexton. They said uh, uh, with Karis LeVert there, and, you know, Sexton does want to play that point guard. Um, so, with, Gar mm. with Garland um, kind of coming into his own this year and becoming that de facto number one, Sexton may not be, you know, he may not be happy with that and wants to play the guard somewhere else. Hey man, you take him, you take Sexton, and you put him on the on the on the on the um, Pistons or somewhere else. And you know, I think that's that. Those are there's a couple of other good fits for Sexton. So, uh, but they don't need him anymore, unfortunately. And and uh, their team has been cruising defensively, defensive wise, with both Allen uh, and Garland, and now Lavert and Mobley. They don't they don't need. Sexton anymore. So. And real quick, if they trade him, get a, a really good wing, like at the mm -hmm. three, they would be like a, a real like legit. Oh, yeah. They're they're they pretty got, legit. They're pretty legit they, now. And yeah, they don't have all their pieces. So doesn't that feel weird to say that in Cleveland? That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> and they did it all through, you know what? All homegrown talent, all through the draft. So you can't. I mean, they they sucked a couple of years. They did the 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 OKC uh, OKC style where they just got a couple right players way. and they they hit them. They hit them. Yeah, yeah. So we can kind of move on to Portland, man. Um, I'm sorry, man. I... Wow, we gotta talk about Portland, huh? Yeah, it's unfortunate. Right, let's... Go ahead. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go. We'll go ahead and talk about Portland. So Portland. Um, made a couple of trades. Um, <laughs> so, so the Clippers, the Norman Powell, the LA Clippers. So, uh, the Clippers receive Covington and Norman Powell, and the Trailblazers. <laughs> sorry, y'all. The Trailblazers receive Eric Bledsoe, Keon, uh, Keon Johnson, uh, and um, <laughs> family, what? family. Family matters wins low. So, uh, in a 2025 second round pick. So, a couple things about this trade right here. Okay. First of all, I can't stand Eric Bledsoe. If you guys know the podcast, have heard me talk on this podcast, I cannot stand Eric Bledsoe. He is, he is, he's maybe my de facto number one fantasy like Bane. And the fact that I have the roof for this guy now on my squad is absolutely, it, it pains my soul. Um, 
this trade was interesting. So basically what the what the Blazers are doing is dumping a lot of capital and, and getting that cap space for the off season. It's pretty much um, for the uh, free agency. So that's pretty much what they're doing. Um, these are two players we pulled in to try to, you know, you know, pair up with CJ and Lillard and it just didn't work out. Um, it's just so weird for them to let go of Powell, but with the rise of Anthony Simons, he's a lot cheaper. Um, they, they felt like Powell was expendable. Robert Covington. I'm not too worried about him going. Um, that's a, that's, that's like, I didn't think he was a good fit anyway. Um, I never did even when we got him before. So I'm not too worried about that. Now the Clippers getting these two, uh, when Paul George gets back, if he comes back and Kawhi, if he comes back for, they come back for the playoffs. That team is like very loaded, very loaded. Like seriously, cause Reddy Jackson, um, they still got one of the Morris brothers. I think it's Marcus Morris on that one. Um, I'm pretty sure. And, and, and now they have Cummington. Now they got Powell coming off the bench potentially, or he may start. I don't know. Um, they're, they're a strong, I think they, I think they have, um, not Tyrese Maxey is the other guy. Terrence Mann is over there as well. Um, so they're, they're a, they're a strong team. It's going to get real crowded if they all come back before on fantasy terms and fantasy land. It's going to get real crowded. So hopefully all those people don't come back until the fantasy playoffs and everything are done with starts. What do you think? Yeah, that's that. They're just loaded, like with a whole yeah. bunch of players moving parts, right? So like. Even the coffee, I like to call him coffee or coffee. Like oh, he's coffee, been, that's right, coffee latte. Like, and, and he's been he's been good off the waiver wire too. So it's mm-hmm. like you got all of these parts, but obviously Paul George and Kawhi, they're not around. Um, there's there's a lot of players. Covington, probably maybe they move him at the four. Zubak at the five. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I guess where five. they struggle at is big man right so they have mm-hmm. all of these wings and in, in, in a couple of guards here so it's just it's a very interesting situation but i want to go back to portland real quick just to talk about josh hart um mm-hmm. he was doing he was doing well um in new orleans and that's he's been under the radar doing good i think he's been posting like top 100 value in fantasy in particular and um this boosts his value potentially up for the time being I don't know. I mean, he should start, but it looks like they have Ben McLemore starting right now, which is weird. Uh, Portland, I'll just be honest. I'm sorry, LT. This is this is tragic. Yo. I, I message. I'm like, yo, they could potentially t- trade McCollum. After that, I was like, oh, they are just, they're just, yeah. are, they're rebuilding. They're, they're rebuilding, but, yeah. And the last thing I'll say, because I know, and then you could just finish off with Portland, is obviously your boy, Simons, Anthony, like, <laughs> that dude's been he's been a monster um but my question is to you is does lillard like does he still want to stay here yeah lillard so lillard's gonna stay he 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 seems dead set on winning one in portland now if he wins one or eventually maybe if ever um then he may leave at that point but um 
he seems dead set on on winning one in Portland, staying true, um, loyal to the soil. What I was also going to uh, also talk on, we mentioned it, Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant also mentioned he was a piston. He wants to be a piston, et cetera. So he didn't. He went to the GM and told the GM that before trade day. So they 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 listened to him, didn't trade him. So I thought he was going to be a huge huge trading chip. Uh, Jeremy Grant was, uh, but because I thought he would fit pretty well in portland i i thought but so yeah i will i will i'll steal the ball i want to say this that i also heard that they have a potential salary where they can try to get someone like you know in the off season to pair with lillard like lillard's going to be into it like they're going to be trying to get a, a star like a superstar and maybe even two so that's something i'm be watching but go ahead no, no, no. Yeah, exactly, Starks. That's what they that's what they've been saying with these moves, everything they've been doing. Um, just to go over real quick with that trade, CJ McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., and Tony Snell went to the Pelicans, Noth or Nickel, Alexander Walker, Josh Hart, Diddy Uzada, Thomas Sadaransky, 2022 first round pick, protected numbers one to four and numbers 15 to 30. Turns into Milwaukee's 2025 first rounder, blah, 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 blah. So a bunch of picks also were added to that, uh, to that the Blazers, the Blazers received as well. So again, just to talk about the Blazers side, they're, 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 uh, <laughs> they're bringing out their tank tops, right? Old school LT style. It's funny. I got a tank top on They're They're, they're bringing out the tank tops. And so it, it, it's right now, if you have Nerfic, if you have Anthony Simons, if you have Josh Hart, and if you have, in, in some capacity, um, um, uh, Justice Winslow, I feel like is going to get some time as well. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what's running. I think these are those are going to be the, the the wasteland guys over here. Keep an eye out for Eric Bledsoe if he comes back healthy. I can't believe I said that out of my mouth. Um, keep an eye out for Eric Bledsoe once he comes back. He's hurt right now, so he's not a factor. Uh, Greg Brown is someone to look at, um, as a big man potentially there. Um, as far as getting more minutes down the road, remember Nazir Little has a, a season ending injury as well, so he's not in that rotation. Um, so Greg Brown, um, Josh Hart, and uh, Justice Winslow are going to get all they can handle. Even Benny, like Stark stated, Ben Ben Mclemore, um, he's getting minutes right now. He's starting um, on on the on, on the, right now as uh, Josh Hart. I think that's going to change. I think Josh Hart is going to start once he gets acclimated. But um, yeah, and they for some reason they have Joe Ingles. Doesn't even look right on this roster. I'm looking at. They have Joe Ingles, but Joe Ingles is hurt, so. He, that's not something that you're going to see right away. I don't know if they keep Joey. I don't know if they keep Joe Ingles, but if they're trying to get into a defensive-minded, you know, uh, maybe maybe Joe Ingles stays. I mean, I don't know. But they're they're looking to go after a big fish, pay someone to bring over and come and play with Lillard. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, I'm happy for CJ. Um, I think he went to a pretty decent situation. Obviously, this year, the Pelicans aren't that great. But I think if Zion comes back, you know, eventually sometime, maybe next year, uh, I think that's a good squad, actually. I think that's a very, very strong squad. But Starks, what what else do you think about the Pelican side of everything? 
on the Pelican side. Um, nothing. So I guess that makes an interesting thought of Jackson Hayes that people were talking about, uh, including myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, if a player that you could have picked up on the waiver wire, but I know Jonas Valanciunas. Like who's the four? That like, of course we know about Lance or Larry Nance Jr. But they've been kind of like rolling out there, Herbert Jones. I think you would think Jackson Hayes would get more playing time. That's just another that's just a guy I'm looking at in the waiver wire. It doesn't mean he's gonna continue to be consistent with what he's been doing, but that's just something to look at. Um as far as their their guards, I mean it's it's pretty much gonna be the same. It's, it's the wing, which is Ingram, CJ McCollum at the two, and then now I'm gonna take this because I was definitely wrong. Devontae Graham, yo, and, and then I'll get off the soapbox rant. ISO. I was wrong about him this year. I really thought he was going to be um, uh, like, I thought he was going to be a breakout player this year. Mm. So I'm sorry for the listeners for saying he's going to be a breakout player. Cause he's, he definitely isn't this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. That's hilarious. Um, uh, CJ McCollum had 15 points tonight, played 37 minutes, uh, seven rebounds, five assists and one steal. Um, so he played decent. Um, I don't see how he shot though. <laughs> I don't see that on here. Uh, but um, he played 37 minutes, uh, played the most minutes out of anybody on the court. So if you have CJ McCollum, keep him tight. I don't think his value changes at all. Um, I think his value is right where it was going to be at before. Um, and yeah, that's it. The, the, the team that that team that um, Pelicans team doesn't change too much. I feel like I feel like they're gonna continue to be a well-oiled machine as far as everyone being so hurt over there. So we're good yeah. there. And then as far as Portland, again, I told you the, the guys to look out for again. But if you have Anthony Simons, I, I'm sure you've already picked them up by now. Um, he's going to be. He's gonna just. He's gonna go crazy the rest of the year. Um, he is literally that he is Lillard in that Lillard role this year, um, putting up points and scores. And the only thing he doesn't do is give you those assist numbers like Lillard used to do. But um, he's 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 hitting it at a very high clip. So if you have him, enjoy the ride um, and uh, we'll see where he ends up at the end of the year. Nice. So we'll go ahead and get to the clutch shots. I'm going to take a quick three snipe clutch shots here. Okay. Something different. So just to condense it. So one of the clutch shots in this package of three is I recommend individuals that if you listen to a lot of like fantasy basketball content from other sources and look at a lot of stuff, LT had mentioned it. I think it's like a, a, a real cheat code. Turn that speed up to like two. If and, and you know, if it's 1.5, like turn it up to two when you can catch up with that speed, start doing that. That way you can de- condense the speed. Like this is like an hour and some change episode, right? Condense it, cut it in half, or you can do it in 30 minutes, right? probably going to be like 40 minutes but that's just something to take in consideration if you can digest all of that information really fast to get condense your time because we obviously live in a microwave world so that is one clutch shot and then number two um my boy gary trent jr he went off tonight like off dropped a 42 burger bomb with five hawk steals six snipes Shot 15 for 26. Um, if you have him as a gym, you are feeling really good. And I look at LT's team. He has a lot of players that he picked up in the waiver wire. This has been the year I could have done so much better. I know LT's like, well, gosh, Dr. Your team is good. Like, Starks it's, it's never, it's, it's, ne- it's never, it's never going to. Don't, 
Don't let him fool you, man. His team is solid. He he passively talks about Gary Trent Jr. Yeah, he was a thorn in my side in our most recent matchup. He is he is him and Siakam, man. Like Siakam just all of a sudden come back, and I, I picked up OG, and he's still doing good. Don't get me wrong, but Siakam has just. He's back. You know what I'm saying? He's back to pre-injury Siakam. He's been going off lately, and Gary Trent's been right with him. That team is, those two have been going just absolutely bonkers. Um, and, I, and then I look over, I see Ke- Kevin Porter Jr. with the with the cool 30 points as well. So, yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he snuck it's that okay. in there, your boy. It's okay. And the last, the last uh, ultimate clutch shot is like, again, listeners, I apologize truly. Um, I'm going to really try. I don't want to say that I'm going to be back for like each week, but I'm going to try each week. Um, especially like this, this is kind of unfortunate because we like took a, a break during this season. Um, so I will do, try to do better and do the best I can, but obviously like work and ministry comes first. And I know, like I said, if you ask me like, you know, other, um, spots that you can listen to, I'll definitely recommend, but also, like I said, you can condense a whole bunch of content if you speed up, um, speed it up to like 1. 1.5, 1.25, 1.5, 2.x or whatever. Um, those are my clutch shots. LT, I'll pass you the ball if you have one. Yeah, I guess my only, my, my, I got two clutch shots. My first clutch shot is Ja Rule, my guy, Ja Morant. <laughs> so upset I don't have him this year. Um Definitely could have picked them up first round. Uh, you know what? You wouldn't even be too bad. Not as early as we were, though, Starks. We we were, I mean, Curry, yeah. Curry, Jokic. I mean, that's obviously you go that direction. Um, but yeah. if you're in that back end, he's a he's a potential now first round player, I believe. Um, you got to pick him up in that that early, that that mid-round first round. He's getting into that those Lillard that Lillard area where he's like, you know, he's up there. Um, he's spectacular to watch. So John Rule, John Morant are um, the new, the new, I feel like top 12 pick, one of a new entry into the top 12 picks of next year for fantasy. Um, and other than that, this year's weird, man. This is a weird fantasy year. I wanted to just say that um, I've been lucky enough to be paying attention. I know a lot of things are going on with people outside of fantasy. And so I, I, I can tell that the attention to details have been a little lackluster this year. Um, me and Starks have made way more moves than uh, than a couple than a lot of the other players, and I think it's just a matter of just there's a lot going on, man. Life, um, like Stark said, is ministry um, that take precedent. And so uh, my clutch shot is make sure that you are taking care of yourself first and yes. uh, fantasy second, man. Um, you know if if it you know hit that's why Yahoo is so great. I know we we joke all the time about clicking that start start your player button, but yes. it's really it's really just so simple to click it if you if you don't have time to really just get in the weeds, you know, click it and you start and you're not griefing, right? You're not griefing, you're not having players doing all types of crazy stuff. Um and for some odd reason, the way that the games are set up, Starks, Wednesdays aren't like super packed like they used to be. It used to be like, you know, all your players were playing on Wednesday. It's not like that anymore. So you do it. You're set for seven days and you have to check it like once or twice a week. So, I mean, again, uh, focus on your life, what you got going on first. Um, fantasy will always be there. Trust me. So 
that's my clutch side. That's good. That's good. Um, I guess piggybacking off of that is uh, <laughs> nothing else because, like, I must be <laughs> in my I must be tired. <laughs> I, 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 I know I turn over the ball several times. Um, that's what comes with rust. Must be like a Russell Westbrook turnover. Hey, man, that's what to say is the Russell Westbrook. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the last impression is like, like LT said, I, I don't want to do, I don't want to go in that rabbit hole because we can talk about Russ a whole episode. Yeah. So yeah. we'll talk to we could talk about, about him for an hour. He is he is a man. What a specimen, man. What a what a what a what a basketball specimen. He's I think there has to be a 30 for 30 on Russell Westbrook when he retires. There has to be a 30 for 30. The man who never who never changed his game. <laughs> it just he's, he's, like that's stupid. And like a couple years. Didn't he do it like a few years in a row? Stupid. He 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 just he just like I said, he he has to change the way he plays, and he hasn't yet. He just yeah. has to. He just has to do something about it, and he can be stubborn all he wants to. He can either change what he got to do, or he needs to do what he does on, off the bench. One of the two. Well, it has to be off the bench because he his job. He just it's not going to ever get better. Especially, last thing I'll say, and then I'm gonna hopefully, yeah, this should be the last thing. How can you? just lose your free throw shot like how does that just disappear mm. like it's, i don't understand it's been a steep decline steep decline yeah so when listeners he, when, man he was <laughs> no i was gonna say he he was size like 90 percent, right if, am i wrong when okc days then he like left yeah. the team and then but, he just he was like he was like 80s i need to check that hold up man he was like high 80s man i remember because i had him in fantasy I remember him being good at it, like making them. And then all of a sudden, you start clunking them like bad. Yeah, I got to check this stat real quick because this, this is going to bother me. Gosh, so he, the last. Yeah, he was. He was mid 80s back yeah. in 2016. Yep. 84%. Yep. The year before that, 2015, 16. So he was like 80s, 84. After, so 2017, it dropped drastically to 73%. And then the year after that, 65%. So it's just, and then obviously this year he's shooting 66%. I, I don't get it. I, I, I don't understand that. It's not like we know jumpers when you're playing shooting field goals, like you're it's understandable. You get older, you're gonna probably regress. But like you're at the charity stripe. There's no one running around. <laughs> like what happened? Like I, I'm trying to understand that. It's, there's, there's gotta nothing, be a mechanic. There's nothing. It's not nah, the mechanic issue. It has to be mentally at this point. I don't know. There's nothing. He's he's it, free throws is one of those things that should get better. Because you know you're practicing them, so you you would imagine you would get better, unless if it's a mental thing, like that's that's like the uh, Giannis Giannis thing and a couple others. But and Shaq, you know his issues. But some people are just not good at them. But they always weren't good at them. They weren't like good at them, and then they just magically just started being bad at them. It's just, that's it's just and that's what I'm sense. saying. Yeah, and that's exactly what I'm saying. We know when a, a bad there's a bad free throw shooting. But yeah. Like, what what player has been good at the charity stripe and then just sucks? Like I'm trying to understand that. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. Like he like bad misses too. Like 
like clunkers, like just like like rock hard throws to the back. It's like, dude, you're not even you're not moving. Why are you? Th- why is the ball being thrown so hard? But yeah, we could talk about we could talk about uh, Russ all yeah. the time. Uh, but yeah, man, um, that's all I got. Um, I'm trying to see if there's any big anything big happen. Let me check my Washington Wizards, man. My poor pork. Oh, pulp, pulp. Raul Neto with 21 Don't. points. Might be time to pick him up, man. Raul. Yeah. All right, Stark. That's all I got, man. <laughs> all right. Oh my gosh, Kuzma, your boy. Our, our boy triple double up cool hey this was a good year to get him up sorry listeners we we just happened so listeners thank you so much for tuning in um with that being said have a good evening morning afternoon and take a ride